Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. New Jabroni Pro Wrestling presents Coming to you from Fabulous Studio B in Bradenton, Florida, it's Five Star Matches, a show where we discuss pro wrestling matches awarded a coveted five-star ranking by Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer and decide if they are truly a five-star caliber. I am your host, Daniel Solorzno, and with me today is the phenomenal A-Train Liner, Andy Liner's Woo! in the house. What's up, guys? <laughs> And I, I you had can't to... see me, but I did the motions. <laughs> I love, I love that he does the motions. That's my favorite thing. Yeah, it's it's so good, man. This is well, well, you you lay it out, and I'll uh, I'll jump in. I'm used to hosting, so it's all it's all weird. <laughs> don't don't worry. I'm a good hand at this, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna guide you in real nice. That's what I'm talking about. So I say phenomenal A train liner because we're talking about phenomenal AJ Styles. We're also talking about Christopher Daniels, and we're also talking about Samoa Joe. Our match tonight takes place on the warm late summer evening of September 11th, 2005, in the TNA Impact Zone at Universal Studios Orlando, Florida, in front of a half capacity crowd of 700 people. <laughs> not not yeah. too shabby. No, I um. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll hold on to that, you know. Um, oh, yeah, and, I, and also, also let me say, uh, uh, this uh, match is for the TNA X Division Championship at Unbreakable in 2005. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. And it is the main event. Ooh, it's the main event. It's the Dream Bout? Yes. The story of this match starts back in July of 2005. In the midst of Christopher Daniels' four-month-long X-Division championship reign, the TNA Super X-Cup tournament was held to determine the number one contender for Daniels' title. After a grueling eight-man tournament, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe go head-to-head at, in the tournament finals, which take place at the Sacrifice event on August 14th, 2005. So this should be good, right? Yeah, this is uh you're talking about the Super X Cup, which was uh phenomenal in its own right. Very cool. Uh however, near the end of the match, Christopher Daniels inexplicably interferes, uh taking Styles out of the equation by distracting him long enough for Joe to capitalize and seize victory, despite the fact that he, Daniels, thought neither man was worthy of a title shot. <laughs> so this should be a pretty clear cut situation, right? <laughs> yeah, uh the the smug uh cocky heel is uh really doing his thing right now. And uh you know, Joe Joe gets the victory there, so nothing weird should happen. Nope. The next week it is announced that Daniels will defend against Joe at Unbreakable. Aiming to get an advantage, Daniels attacks Joe and then is attacked by Styles in retaliation for his interference at Sacrifice. After demanding Larry Zbysko suspend Styles, which Daniels was well in his right to demand, Zbysko instead shocks him by officially making his title defense a triple threat match between Styles, Joe, and Daniels. 
Well, yeah, fuck look, you, Larry Zabisco. Yeah, thing, things didn't make sense all the time back then. Uh, you know, uh, they had a a roster full of ridiculous talent that they had no idea were as good as they were. But boy, oh boy, the writers were uh, different. I thought that this owed up to that because... What the match we're about to discuss is in great contrast uh, to the confusing circumstances that caused it. <laughs> this match knows exactly what it is, and what exactly it is is a fucking amazing match. Andy, are you ready for the X Division Dream Bout? I am, man. Um, do you want? Do you want us to give our our background and kind of uh, TNA and how we were? Um, viewing or not viewing TNA back then? You know what? I I think it's worth talking about if we're if we're gonna uh, unravel the history of this one. Tell tell me about TNA back in two thousand five. So um, TNA back in two thousand five is really when I got super into it. The first time I really got into TNA was when Tito Ortiz came out and um, basically kind of guest refed a, a match. And I saw so much talent, and WWE was a little stale at the time. Um, So I was like, oh, this is cool. This is an alternative. And AJ Styles immediately caught my eye, as did, you know, an undefeated Joe while he was going at it. And then I love Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. So I was actually, like, into these three guys. Um, And then it was like, wow, these three guys are going to have a match. So this is probably... When I got into an every week kind of watching of TNA. So um, I even attended several events, um, even attending the AJ versus Samoa Joe turning point match later on in 2005. So I was there at the, um, the it was in Universal Studios. Um, so I, I actually went to several events live there. My experience with that is that you could just walk in and just no one gave a shit. <laughs> yeah. I uh I don't have any experience with TNA. I know a lot of guys uh, a lot of great great talents went through TNA. Uh the consensus seems to be that it was a WCW diet WCW uh in in those ways of just like how how the creative was uh I did one time go to a TNA match because I was at Universal Studios and I just happened to wander in and nobody right. stopped me. So I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, and Mick Foley was cutting a promo against Sting and he called oh, wow. him Stinger. And I was just like, that's funny to me. He has no regard to how badass Sting is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, that was uh, Sting was uh, just kind of making his way. Um, yeah, I think Sting may have made his appearance on this card that we're talking about today. Another quandary for another time, though. I think. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because we're, but we're ready for the X Division Dream Bout. Yes, but. No, oh, no, I was just, I was just gonna say that, like, you know. Even though all of the the writing snafus were happening, um, we had a lot of uh, NXT indie uh, talent that was just simply incredible. We had an unbeaten Samoa Joe. 
we had a very technically sound, already kind of cagey veteran in Christopher Daniels, and then truly the phenomenal one in AJ Styles. I well, fuck. I can't wait another second to talk about this match. Let's go, man. On commentary, we have Mike Tanay and Don West. Our official tonight is Broody Charles. And Jeremy Borash is the ring announcer. Uh, you, you know what? I take that back. I, uh, I was watching Impact for just a little bit when they were transitioning to fully being Impact and, uh, they got away from the, from the six-sided ring and Jeremy Borash started doing, uh, commentary and I really liked him as a, yeah. as, as a commentator. But none of that today. We've got the six-sided ring. Uh, yes. My my first thing about this match, and maybe the only thing bad that happened in this match that doesn't have anything to do with the match, everyone's ring music is generic and bad. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. I kind of skipped right over that because I was so excited for the match. But you're absolutely right that uh, the ring music, the walkouts, um, not not very good. Uh, we have an early contender for sign of the night with <laughs> that big pink fallen <laughs> Barbie sign. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. And the crowd was uh, interesting. Oh, yeah. They, 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 were, uh, they were hot for this match. Like they, I don't think anyone could pick who they wanted to. They were just all over the map. It, it was very, very good. I feel like they left the Daytona 500 and came straight to this wrestling match. Oh, that's what you mean by interesting. <laughs> and mind you, I'm saying that I was going in 2005. Um, so I think I just missed this particular event. But uh, yeah, that crowd was something. All right. So uh, off to the races. The bell rings. Uh, Joe and Styles immediately start pounding Daniels with overhead blows and chops. Oh, my God. Joe oh. puts Joe puts Daniels down with a snapmare, and he and AJ just take turns kicking him to see who's the best kicker. Yeah, they are sinking them in too. Joe's are 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 definitely more devastating than AJ's, but you can hear the pop just scream off the TV. Oh, every single time. Uh, Daniels immediately pops up and goes, "Stop kicking me!" Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I had a, I had a great, I had a great laugh at that. Simultaneously, he gets a high kick from Joe and a low kick from Styles and goes down, and the crowd fucking loves it. Yeah, the temper tantrum. I'm telling you what, man. There, there is something about um, the type of heel that Christopher Daniels was playing. Um, and my, my God, man, the, he jumped up and said, "Stop kicking me!" and threw his little temper tantrum. And it was so damn funny, and, and the right response with a, a low kick, high kick combo. Yeah, it, it, it's just perfect. Uh, okay, so as they admire their handiwork, AJ takes the opportunity to hit Joe with three rapid roll-up attempts, uh, the third of which is met with Joe reversing into an arm-stretching submission, and he's got that thing locked in deep. Yeah. The hold's broken up by Daniels, who kicks Joe into one corner, and then Irish whips AJ across the ring, feeding AJ a nice drop kick on his way back. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. Joe retaliates against Daniels with knife-edge chops and an enziguri that sends Daniels out of the ring to chance of Joe. By the way, those chops are loud as hell. Oh, yeah. And, and we kind of missed it, but Mike Tanay, um hit a anything-you-can-do-I-can-do-better line, and uh, I, I popped for it. Uh, I loved it. 
Um, Don West, not so much for me. Um, <laughs> but um, Tanay was, I thought he was uh, unbelievable throughout this whole match, just kind of being like overly excited. Yeah, and it, to be honest, it's impossible not to be in this match. It, it really is. Yeah, you're right. Uh, turning his attention to AJ, Joe strikes AJ in the corner and gives him a good stiff roundhouse kick to the gut. Joe, yeah. Joe then runs back into the ropes with the attempt to build momentum for another attack, but is tripped by Daniels from the outside. Very sneaky. He turns his attention to Daniels. AJ runs to attack him as he's climbing back into the ring, but Daniels hits him with a shoulder tackle. Uh, he then slingshots over the ropes and begins hitting AJ and Joe... Uh, with punches, and headlocks AJ to combo off of him to give Joe a nice kick to the head, bringing both men to the mat. Daniels pins for a two count. This is broken up by Joe. That combo was fucking sweet. Oh, my God. It was... You know what it was, too? It was ridiculously clean. Uh, The whole match, man. Like, that's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what, oh, so so good. So, so good. Joe takes control by striking Daniels in one corner and AJ in the opposite corner. He Irish whips AJ into Daniels, but Daniels evades, hitting Joe with chops and kicks. Joe regains control and whips Daniels into Styles. Joe charges and eats Daniels' boot. Daniels headlocks Styles to do the same combo off of him again, but AJ launches Daniels into Joe and he catches him with a big-ass Uranagi. Oh, man. Ah. Fantastic. Joe Joe Chance. It's all very, very smooth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're nailing it so far. Thank you. Styles hits Joe. I've done either three of these or this is the first one that I've done. We're very ambiguous with the timeline. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Styles hits Joe with a fast head scissors takeover. AJ kicks Joe into a corner and then hits Daniels with a full speed jumping strike in the opposite corner. Then he runs back to Joe to give him the same, but he's caught and is given an overhead belly-to-belly suplex into the turnbuckle. Oh, my God. This was beautiful. Oh. This was so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, I, Joe, Joe, again, Joe just ridiculously clean with the catch of AJ and, and suplex. It's all over the place. Like, every time somebody jumps into the air, something that you're not expecting to happen happens, it seems like, in this match. Correct. There's there's no there's little to no wasted motion and uh the biggest thing I mean and, and you'll hear more as we go along, but the biggest thing is people aren't sitting on the floor for three minutes at a time from a single suplex. Yeah, it it, it is uh it's it's insane. Like it, it's this match is, is so so clean. Joe puts AJ into Another corner and gives him a face wash. Uh, as he runs back to give the uh, big boot from across the ring, he's tackled out of the ring by Daniels. Daniels rushes uh, back off the ropes and gives him a shotgun dropkick through the ropes. Uh, holds on and then does a butt bump bouncing moonsault off the top rope to the outside into Joe. Now people are just ch- chanting TNA. TNA, yeah. I have crowders jacked up chanting TNA. I want to mention this too. Um... The the kick holding ropes move to me is so much prettier than the suicide dive. I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah, I I just I miss that. I miss it. We don't see that nearly as much as um, 
you know, uh, the suicide dive. And I, I just, I feel like the suicide dive is almost being overused. Uh, I would like to see some of the wrestlers go with this. And I'm not talking like the way Daniels hit it. He held on to the ropes and, um, it was actually, again, really clean, beautiful technical. Um, and it made sense, especially for like a heel where you wouldn't risk your body, you know, that great psychology, great ring psychology. That's, that's absolutely, I couldn't have said it better. Daniel starts working Joe on the outside, and AJ, AJ joins the party with a beautiful springboard shooting star press. Uh, holy oh shit, God. <laughs> and AJ brings Joe into the ring and pins him for a two count, but just goddamn, just out of nowhere. And it was so, so clean. Yeah, and um, did you mention AJ dropkick yet? No, we're, we're, we're coming. We're okay, coming okay, it. okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I got excited. Uh, Joe, Joe runs after AJ who leapfrogs over him. Then he lays flat as Joe runs back over him and he makes him eat a drop kick that looks less a drop kick and more like a fucking backflip. Oh uh-huh. my God. That's the drop I, kick in question. <laughs> yeah. So I want to say that this is maybe my favorite move in 2005. Um, his drop kicks, um, especially back in the, the mid to late two thousands were legendary. Um, you know, he hits it so fast and I even have like a picture I took of it. He hits it so fast. If you rewind back and watch it over and kind of pause, you can literally see AJ kind of defying gravity and he's, he gets straight. His body gets literally straight as he gets up. And this happens so quickly that you ha- almost have to pause it to see it. But he, his body gets straight on this kick and flips over. It's, it's seriously one of the most insane things that I've ever seen in terms of moves. Uh, God, this yeah. match. Yeah, and, and I, I want to say that there's a few moves that kind of captivated me from the first time I saw them. This was one of them, and this goes up there with Sweet Chin Music, Orton's RKO, Muda's Green Mist, Belly to Belly Kurt, um, you know, WCW Goldberg Spear and uh, Brock's F5. It was like kind of the first time I saw him. It was just like, holy shit, what did I just see? I, I believe it. He pins Joe for a two count off of that off of that drop kick. Uh, Styles gets Joe into the corner as Daniels makes his way back into the ring. He whips AJ into the opposite corner and attempts to do the same to Joe, who reverses him into AJ where he then alights onto AJ and monkey flips him into Joe who Ridiculous. catches AJ for what looks like is going to be a power bomb. And then AJ subsequently hurricanas and fucking Joe. We're barely five minutes into this match, Andy. Dude, it's it, let me tell you a monkey flip into a hurricane Rana and all of it again, crisp, clean and the people are going to talk about it being potentially a spot fest, which is so unfair and untrue because in that particular moment where you see AJ Hurricane Rana, um, Joe, you see Joe land over by Christopher Daniels and Christopher Daniels give this look on his face as though, holy shit, how is Samoa Joe next to me? <laughs> his faces are so amazing in this match. I mean, it's got to be the same face as the crowd, more TNA chance. Yeah. Uh, Daniels Okada rolls AJ off the ropes for a two count. 
AJ pops up and runs at Daniels, who effortlessly flings AJ to the outside. And oh god, he went like sky high, just dude, flung him right out. Oh, like I wrote down that he literally looked like he was falling off a cliff, free (laughs) jumping, like Lady Gaga at the Super Bowl in her performance. Yeah, (laughs) that's what it reminded me of. True. Because oh, the thing is, you knew where the floor was, and you still, when you saw AJ get up, you're like, oh, holy shit, hope he's okay. And you're like, oh, yeah, there's, there's like mattress pads and stuff out there. Uh, Daniels doesn't waste any time. He then proceeds to blast Joe in the corner with a high running knee that looks very good. Uh, a volley of strikes, and Joe counters with slaps and knees. He bounces off the ropes into Daniels, who reverses with an Okada roll. As Rudy Charles counts to two, Daniels goes to add a bridge for a three count, and Joe strikes like a fucking cobra and reverses (laughs) it into a Coquina clutch. And just Joe chants. Well-deserved Joe chants. Oh my god, that was so beautiful. Just, again, the, the technical aspect of flipping him... In which this is Joe and Daniels together, you know, like we're not we're not, you know, giving one side more credit than other here. We understand that this is a maneuver that takes two to tango and Daniels and and Joe execute this perfectly. And it's one of the sweeter flips that you're going to see, like into the coquina clutch. It's amazing. Also, also, this this match is. I think if you just show this match to any random person, it'd be good. But there's there's so much nuance in it, like that. Correct. Uh, like just going for a going for a bridge, and then getting caught up in. Oh man, it's it's just it rewards you the more and more you like wrestling. Uh, and probably even if you don't like this, this match is just so so good. It's very sweet sciency in a boxing kind of perspective. Um, there's, there's a lot of sweet science and like you said, nuances to it, but they do this while also giving you the, the spots and kind of the, the hard hitting action as well. So it's kind of insane to, to think about the fact that you're getting these little tiny things mixed in with, with that. You don't typically see that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. Uh, but then you also get spots. AJ Styles breaks up the hold with a crazy looking corkscrew flip. Ne- oh my god, it's, yeah. Needless, Whoa. maybe. Uh it was cool though, and this is like this happens in in sequence, like right after he fucking gets him locked up in this coquina clutch. Yeah, it's like a corkscrew torpedo looking move, and this is right around uh fifteen minutes is where we're at. Uh where no. No, we're, we're a little less than that. At we're this point, we're fifteen. Right? We're fifteen minutes into the whole video, but the yeah, video, yeah, yeah. like, uh, we're, uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll let, I'll just let, me, just let me keep going. Okay. A- AJ pins Joe, then, then Daniels for two fruitless two counts. Daniels launches AJ to the outside and hits Joe with an STO. Daniels goes down for the best moonsault ever, but Styles ties him up in a tree of woe, followed by a lot of kicks. Oh my god. Joe uh-huh. charges AJ in the corner with a big body splash into both men and then hits Daniels with an off the ropes drop kick to the head. He then releases Daniels. Yeah, I have written down beautiful art right there. <laughs> because 
when Joe came off of the ropes and into the kick on Daniels, um, the 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 loudness of the kick, just the smoothness of the kick, um, all of it felt like I was watching something very artsy. Agreed. Joe works AJ with blows, uh, uh, and uh, he hits an inverted atomic drop reversal on him. Uh, a big senton splash, and that happens just like one, two, three. Uh, yeah. Followed by a, a pin and a two count. He then turns his attention to Daniels, who hits him with a Death Valley driver, and all three oh men are God. down. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the senton that Joe hit, it literally felt like he was floating. In in the mid-2000s, Joe's jumping sentons were like, he ele- like you know, he like kind of had hang time. Oh yeah. He seemed like he was in the air for like just a long ass time is I guess the best way to put it. I also in the prime of his youth and probably like fifty pounds lighter on top of that, like Ooh man, yeah, Joe Joe looked fear like Joe looked scary. AJ looked sexy as hell, you know? Yes, yeah, no no beard, <laughs> short hair, good lord. Jacked. He he looked like a backstreet boy. Yeah, <laughs> yes he did. Uh, Daniels pins Joe, uh, which is broken up by Styles. Styles starts striking Daniels, uh, who he attempts to suplex. Daniels reverses and gets AJ onto the apron, uh, driving him to the outside. Daniels attempts a plancha, but lands on his feet after Styles dodges. Styles attempts a moonsault off the apron and lands on his feet. Both men start slugging at each other. And neither one realizes that Joe is about to crash into him, which he does at full speed after a top rope spinning tope suicida. We're barely more than halfway through this match. Yeah, we we are getting holy shit and Joe chance. And uh, yeah, Joe's big elusive ass is just a marvel to watch because um, at that time, um, back in the mid-2000s, you weren't necessarily seeing... Guys um, built like Joe, because Joe was a legit, like, I don't know. They said 280. Um, Maybe he wasn't 280, but, I mean, you didn't see guys like that doing the things he was doing at, you know, as clean as he was doing them like that. Like, it's not just a suicide dive. This is like a twisting one that was, again, clean, crisp. It's just beautiful. Yeah, it landed right into him. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Joe gets Daniels back in the ring and sets him up on the turnbuckle, but Daniels fights him off. AJ wants some now, and he starts fighting Daniels on the top of the turnbuckle. Joe runs back over to the turnbuckle and back body drops both of them off of it, and now all three <laughs> men are on the ground to TNA chance. Just, yeah, that just was amazing. Good. Just good. Yeah. Uh, AJ and Joe begin to trade serious blows, and Joe hits AJ with a big German suplex. Then proceeds to set him up on the turnbuckle for a muscle buster, which he hits, but doesn't capitalize on it. Daniels runs at him at full speed with the X Division title, and Joe catches him in a power slam. (laughs) Ridiculous. As Joe taunts Daniels with the belt, he kicks the belt into Joe's face. (laughs) This match is so good. You're getting a little bit of everything here, you know what I'm saying? Because like, you got the kind of the Eddie Guerrero ness, um, you know, right here with with this spot, um, and it was just so beautiful how 
uh, Daniels, the heel, uh, the smart vet, ring vet, uses the belt by Joe's face, um, you know, uh, with the kick, and it's just awesome. <laughs> Daniels and Styles trade blows. AJ off the ropes into a blue thunder bomb and a two count. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was that was pretty. Oh man! Then uh, he hits AJ with a uranagi and a best moonsault ever. Joe breaks up the count. Uh, after eating some Joe kicks, he gives Joe a jawbreaker and a snapmare and a twist and shout. I'm I'm calling it by <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I like I'm calling that. it by its New Japan name. Tanahashi yeah. celebrating 20 years. There you go. Um, yeah, so the best moonsault ever. Real quick, I want to bring this up. Um, the way he hits it is is almost like a floating uh, in air kind of style. And um, there's only a few guys to me that hit this beautiful of a moonsault. It's Christopher Daniels, it's Chad Gable, and young Kurt Angle. Yeah. Those are the guys. Okay, I I believe that he gets pretty pretty straight on on those two. I I, yeah. I thought I remembered seeing that. Exactly. Like for whatever reason, they're not going as like powerful. Like AJ could do it and it look amazing. Right. But AJ's not gliding through the air the same way like Gable Daniels and Angle were. Okay, make makes sense. Uh, the the twist and shout sends Joe to the outside of the ring. As the crowd chants for both men, Styles and Daniels trade blows, and AJ hits Daniels with a springboard backflip into a reverse DDT. <sighs> Stupid. Stupid. Stupid, clean, two count. Yeah. That's, a, that's a move we've seen AJ do a lot of times, and that one in particular just went off without a hitch. Yeah, and, and this is, uh, if you go back to all the AJ TNA matches, um, they're all kind of like this in the sense that um, that, that inverted DDT... Um, that he hits. Um, there's not a lot of moves in wrestling when they're done right that look smoother than this move because it's like it's the flip, grab, and then boom, down to the mat. And it's all like bang, 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 and it's smooth as shit. Like AJ's yeah, incredible and you have to, at this. You have, to minimize, like, you have to minimize the time between the land and actually you know, yeah. pull, pulling the DDT off. So it's there can be that delay, but in this case there wasn't. It was just boom, 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 nice, nice and yeah. clean. Timing very precise. Uh, he gets a two count off of that. Uh, AJ then goes to the top. Daniels hits a superplex. Joe Clean pins- as sheets out of a dryer. <laughs> Joe pins Daniels and Styles uh, each for two counts. Uh, he hits Daniels with a power bomb. Uh, 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 Joe hits Daniels with a power bomb uh, for a two count. Immediately puts Daniels into an STF afterwards. Uh, and then he gets a rope break. Joe, and I, I've noticed this in Joe matches, he he loves doing the one, two, oh, he got out, boom, I'm, you're in a fucking, you're in a submission yes. hold. Uh, so quick. Uh, he, he, he did that stuff uh, to great effect uh, in another five-star match with CM Punk in Ring of Honor. Like, he, that that's his steez, and I, I love it. And maybe somebody will cover that match. I don't know. <laughs> Could have. Maybe will. Maybe already yeah. did. You never know. You do know. Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Joe knocks Daniels to the mat with blows and proceeds to work Styles, who hits him with a Pele kick. Very nice. 
Then yeah. he puts him in a fucking torture rack, a very good torture rack. And also, AJ's a or, sorry. Joe is a big boy, uh, so I love uh-huh. seeing AJ just work him real, real good in a torture rack. Yeah, I put that that looked very cool. Um, I, for whatever reason, always love torture racks, especially when done from a smaller person to a bigger person. That's when it looks its best. Um, on the Pele, I want to say that, again, in the mid to late 2000s, this was a move that felt and looked so special because uh, back then it's a little different now because um, you've seen it for so long. Um, but back then it really did actually feel like a move that was out of nowhere. Like if you go back in your head and think about the first time you saw the Pele kick, you were like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it probably would have been in the uh, Royal Rumble 2016. There you go. Which, whichever, uh, whichever year AJ debuted. When the first time you saw that, were you just like, Yeah, I was like, holy second. shit. Yeah. Uh, let me, we got this is there. awesome chants that are happening right now. Um, the crowd is absolutely loving this. So he 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 has him in this torture rack, which I also like when people sell torture racks. Like I'm seriously doing a torture rack, not like, yeah. hey, look, I'm doing a torture rack, and I'm being like, I'm over exaggerating. This so it's was, not a Bella torture rack. Yeah, like this was AJ being like, you're in a fucking torture rack. I'm torturing yeah. you. He hits Joe with a rack bomb, a pin and a two count. Whew. Daniel's body slams AJ into Joe. I always like when people do that. Yeah, that's always cool. Uh, Styles reverses a suplex attempt. Uh, Daniel's uh, into the rope with AJ, and he hits a uh, uh, like a flying crucifix slash sunset cool. flip hybrid. It was cool. Yeah, it was it was cool. I don't know if he botched it and if he or if he was doing that on purpose, but if he did, it just looked it happened so fast and I was just like, yeah. what the fuck happened? I had to rewind that back a couple times and yep. just really really dissect what it was because it was it was it was both. It was definitely a flying crucifix. It turned into a sunset flip. Uh it it was cool. He uh, he rolls through though, not for a pin attempt, but into a style splash. <laughs> oh God! Joe, Again, like I've said this like four or five times, but the styles clash. Oh my God! So pretty. Uh, Joe breaks up what almost certainly would have been a fucking three count. Yeah, yeah. Joe throws Styles out. He whips Daniels into the rope, but he hangs. Uh, Daniels hangs on. Uh, Joe charges, but Daniels drops down, and Joe launches to the outside. <laughs> this is one of my favorite moments of the match because uh, Daniels, smartass, uh, ducks down, and Joe basically suicide dives onto no one. Yeah, it's yes, it's so cool looking, and it, it gets across the point. Of, hey, let me duck the monster and also let me be the KG veteran heel guy. Yes, it's... <sighs> Fuck, man. Joe launches to the outside. Daniels and AJ are now the sole men in the ring. They trade blows. Daniels sets up for the Angels' wings. And he gets AJ about halfway up. But AJ 
back body drops him while his arms are still tiger locked. Yeah. And bridges for a one, two, three. Holy shit. AJ oh. steals a victory. Christopher Daniels is distraught. Joe is fucking furious. And AJ Styles is the new TNA X Division champion in 22 minutes and 50 seconds. Holy crow, that match. Yeah. So this match got a little bit of heat for. Uh, the finale, because like some people be like, the finish is why, uh, that maybe it doesn't get to, uh, you know, uh, the five star or whatever. But when I look at this thing, I look at the fact of how AJ executed that last move and how he pulled it off on the Weasley like heel. And I thought it was like perfect personally. Also, don't forget, when Dave Meltzer was watching this happen, he uh, disagrees with that assessment. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave Meltzer says five stars. Andy, do you say five stars? Um, yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, you could probably tell by how stoked I was for this entire match. I also say five stars. Yeah. It was, um, it was perfectly booked match. Um, Again, Weasley heel, you got the super babyface, and you got the undefeated monster. Babyface gets the pin on the heel. Monster doesn't take a loss in singles competition. Daniels looks beside himself in anguish, um, making the title feel more important. And, you know, all this is, is done so well by Daniels. And then AJ, you can see him showing the emotion, even though it's his fifth X Division title win. It feels like his first one. And you I cut over to I would Joe. Never guessed. I would have yeah. never guessed. And you cut over to Joe and he looks pissed. He's breathing heavy and he looks like he's fuming. Like every single one of them played their role correctly. Yeah, it was ooh, my god. That was Yeah. Uh, it it was uh I was not expecting that match to be so well that that that's not true. I was expecting a good match. I wasn't expecting that match to like overwhelmingly exceed right. my expectations. I and uh my my expe- my expectations being that I expected a great match and I got a fucking phenomenal match and yep pun, pun, intended. pun intended. Yep. Um you know what's insane? Let me let me uh throw this at you. You ready? Go on. There is a 114 five-star matches from Dave Meltzer. Go on. Do you realize that this is the only triple threat match in those 114 matches? I didn't know that. It is so hard to put together a a near flawless or flawless um, triple threat match because you, you can look and see. You can see four-man matches. You can see tag matches. You can see eight-man matches. You can see, obviously, singles matches. It's so much harder to do a triple threat the right way because the timing of it, um, you know, having people feel like they're never out of it for too long. And it's just really, really hard to do. And you have to have insanely good chemistry to pull this off. Yeah. That, and they, they had it in spades. Uh, yeah. The mat, the match is, uh, again, j- just like, Every single thing that happens in this match has a purpose. There's, there's no, there's 
like no wasted motion. Like it, it's it's just yeah. every time somebody throws something out, somebody throws out something better, and it's just right. There, there was there is a lot of logic to the way that everything happened in the match. There, the, every everything about that match made perfect sense. Uh, it, it was. I mean, I'll go so far as to say it was a perfect match. Like there. No, I feel the same way. You, you can't say anything bad about the match. It was so no. damn good. Yeah, I mean, I and I was trying to think back on like triple threat matches that I really, really loved. And honestly, there wasn't really ones that were popping up in my head. Like, I think triple threat matches can be fun at times. Um, but like, I'm like, man, when I was going through that, cause I was like, let me see what other triple threat matches there are so I can compare this one to it. And I couldn't find any, you know? So, um, I'm very actually curious to see, uh, the best triple threat matches and kind of like what people regard as like the top three, just to watch the other two in comparison of the one. Cause if this is that much higher than the other ones, then this one might go even higher in my all-time matches ever. And I I will remind you of something that you said to me that you know may, maybe might be a, a bit of a hot take. But yeah. I recall that you said that you would go out on a limb to say that this was the best match of any of the three of these guys' career. Yeah. Yeah. I and I know it sounds very hot takey and kind of crazy, but what this did to springboard, um, you know, uh, a company uh, that was that was not it yet. You know what I'm saying? Like this kind of helped springboard the company into that. Um, Daniels, uh, you know, to me, he was he was never better than this. Uh, AJ was kind of on the rise, as was Joe. Um, but this match is just I don't know. It's got a special place in my heart. Well, I don't I don't think it's such a hot take because after after watching that match and thinking about it like I I'd have a hard time I'd have a hard time disagreeing with that sentiment honestly. Man, I just got goosebumps. <sighs> so did I, buddy. <laughs> oh. Uh well, I I think that it about brings us to a close here. Uh Andy, do you have any final thoughts about Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels. Um, no, I think I, you know, I think we pretty much covered everything. I will, I will say this. Um, just, I, I, I think that indie wrestling, especially, started to use the template that these guys set up from a psychology standpoint, from how you put the three right opponents into the match at the same time. And how you actually execute a triple threat match. I know I've seen good indie triple threat matches. And I believe it is directly uh, correlated to to watching this as kind of like understanding how to properly do a triple threat. Yeah, like this is... If there if there's a such thing as wrestling school, they're like how to do a triple threat yeah. match. And then they just play that match and it's like this is this is the match. This is the standard for triple threat matches. I I think that's a hell of a line to go out on, Andy. Uh, thanks, thanks, uh, thanks for joining me today, uh, man. It's you, you, you bring a lot to the table, and uh, I think this is the first time you and I have actually been alone in a room together. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I'll, I mean, we're not actually in the room together, but right. this is the first time we've been alone together. It's uh, it's a nice feeling. It is. I I love to give me a little bit of alone time. Yeah. Make your decision. Man, I'm excited to see what other matches that you bring to the table. I can't wait to see you uh, bring some more magic to the table too, and I'm I will. Defi- I'm I will. definitely gonna have you again. Appreciate it, man. This was a lot of fun. Uh, Samesies. Well, thanks again, Andy Liner, for joining me. I'm your host, Daniel Solorzano, and we'll see you next time for more. Five Star Wars!